Welcome to another episode of Trending Up with Edgar de Leon and Sebastian Lopez. We hope you enjoy and are challenged to live life differently as you keep trending up. Hey, Trenders, welcome back to another episode of Trending Up. We are very excited that you have tuned in again. Um, we are going through the Enneagram series. Again, if you haven't, if you have no idea what that is, if this is your first time listening to, this, to the podcast, we invite you to go back a couple episodes to the titled episode Enneagram, question mark, and you will hear more about what the Enneagram is. And so we've been going through every type. There are nine types of the Enneagram, there are personality types that everyone has at some point. Some numbers are higher than others in most people. And today we're going over the number seven. So we're very excited because number seven is none other than my wife, Chantal. The perfect person. The, the perfect, perfect person. person. The yeah, perfect right? Person. So your wife, the perfect person. <laughs> Not just that, but that number seven is my second highest number as well. So very excited because seven, eight, nine, wow. the next couple of numbers are... Pretty much Chantal and I. Chantal is 7'8", and I am 9'7". So very excited to talk a little bit more about ourselves. Wow, that kind of sounds bad, but whatever. But yeah, the 7 is, in a nutshell, uh, going back to those scenarios we've talked about in the beginning, the 7 is if we are at the beach, the 7 will say, let me bury you in the sand, and when strangers walk by, you can yell weird things at them. It'll be fun, right? Or... Um, <laughs> You know, in celebrations, when they're celebrating things that they've done throughout the day or throughout their, you know, their, yeah, their day. It says, I finished my taxes. We should celebrate. Five minutes later, I got all of my work done for the day. We should celebrate. A little bit later, I finished the book I wanted as I was reading. We should celebrate. So there's always about excitement, adventure, um, just full of, you know, adventure. It's just, it's pretty funny. It's a, it's a, it's a great, um, great number. And uh, some, some words that go with uh, the enthusiast. Number seven is they're spontaneous, they're versatile, playful, optimistic, but they can be impulsive. They can be distracted and they can be scattered at times. But um, sevens are great. Now, sevens, though, as we, we move forward, sevens can have a fear about their inner world. And sometimes because of this, um, not compared to maybe a four and six, they're not as in tune with their feelings or they are afraid of what they may feel. And they're afraid of feeling fear. And so as long as they have something stimulating to anticipate, sevens feel that they can distract themselves from their fears, right? So that's why a seven is that person that's always looking for the next adventure, the next thing. And sometimes they're not really living in the moment or they won't even process through hard emotions or, or things because it's like, no, 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 I can't get down. Because they feel that li like every time you get down or sad, then you're just not living with purpose or, 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 or movement forward, right? So sevens always are trying to do the next thing and trying to sometimes not be in tune with their feelings because they think it can be a just a distraction to what they're trying to do in life. Um, so pretty interesting, pretty interesting. Edgar, any thoughts on sevens? I don't know if you've had any connection to sevens at well, all. Well, well, you know, um, I, I, I was just reflecting on the characteristics of a seven. And, right. Um, you know, this reminds me of like comedians. Uh, comedians are people who, um, you know, can stand up and make a, a, a room laugh, right? And right, have, right, um, right. Get everybody laughing. And, right. But then you hear like these stories of a lot of comedians su suffering with depression. Mm. Um, sometimes. Um, right. That's could good. a seven be someone that, that uses, like can be, it's an extrovert, is out yeah, there, you know, yeah. enjoying life. But then they, they have these moments where they just feel like really like, like empty at the same time. So they look for more, you know, adventure. It, it reminds me of, 
that gentleman who committed suicide uh, uh, about two years ago, he had his, uh, I forgot his um, name. Maybe you remember. Wait, a comedian? Um, no. No, he wasn't a comedian. He, he, he had a show on Netflix that he would just travel the world and eat food. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Anthony uh, Bordeaux, yeah, yeah, or, or something like that. Bordeaux, Bordeaux or something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and, you know, he had like, you know, you can imagine the experiences of uh, adventure, you right, know, going right, to right, the right. middle of Peru and eating like some tacos that they're making, you know, way back when it for the right, Incas, right, like right. you know, and then they go see, and then they're still empty. So you find um, sevens that they always are looking for adventure, mm-hmm. but um, like we've mentioned throughout the, every episode, every personality has a healthy and unhealthy side to them right so, right uh, a seven could be looking for adventure and excitement right but maybe ignoring uh some of their maybe emotional or deep needs mm-hmm. that they're trying to cover up with uh you know mm-hmm. life right life right, adventures, right 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 now that's very interesting and um yeah, so sevens um, are extroverted, they're optimistic, they're versatile, they're spontaneous, they're playful, high-spirited, they're practical. Um, they constantly seek new and exciting experiences, but they can become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go, right? Because they're always like yeah. going from thing to thing to thing to think. And, you know, this is Chantal. You know, I don't want to put her on blast or anything, but Chantal is just a busy woman. But she loves it. You know, she she yeah, 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 she yeah, does. Yeah. Uh, she works at a, a gym where she does personal <laughs> training and she works out That's as well. Awesome. And then yeah. at the same time, then she goes and does a full day of work at a, as, a, as a physical therapist in a clinic. So she'll wake up at six and like sevens compared to nines, which we'll get to nine. Nines are known to be slothful. Um, some nines. I don't think I'm super slothful, but I don't mind sleeping in. I don't mind sleeping. And like we're just that's what know, a nine would say. Right. That's, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Chantal would be like up at like six, five thirty. Just boom. Let's go. Let's get the day. She's excited. She's ready to go. It's like every day is a new adventure. You know, you can. It's kind of like the, the Disney princesses that open the windows and they're singing and the birds yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. And nines are like, uh, you know, covering themselves. Like, just can you, can you turn off the light, please? I'm still trying to sleep. And the sevens are like, yeah, yeah. it's a new day. Let's go get it. You know, so yeah, 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 um, yeah. Constantly seeking new experiences. Um, they typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness, though. But at their best, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, becoming appreciative, joyous, and satisfied. So it's very interesting. Sevens, I think, are kind of like the motor of the of the numbers here. Uh, one of the motors in terms of, you know, I think eights, too, can be a, a strong motor. And uh, to move po- people forward, right, they come in, they're the life of the party, the party, the party, and they just have so much like a spark and a funk to them that's just... Um, can be attractive to some people, but for other numbers, it can be like you're doing, you're just too much. That's overwhelming <laughs> right now. Yeah, Please, yeah. like, yeah. that's how I was with Chantal when I met her first. Before we, when we, before we, when we met, you know, she was, uh, we were at a summer camp and she was leading worship and she was just super high. She's like, every move, I, you know, just, and I was looking yeah, in the back yeah. as a nine, I had had relationships with a lot of girls that were probably, were not sevens. They were just, you know, it was, I don't know what, what number they would have fallen into, but they were more reserved, you know, they were more quiet, maybe fives. I don't know. And um, I was like, this is, she's just too, it's overwhelming. It's too much, too much excitement, too much, you know, yeah, yeah. too much uh, excitement there. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. Yeah. Very sevens. So, Edgar, do you want to talk to us a little bit about their fears and desires? Yeah. Yeah. So a basic fear of, uh, of um, seven is to, um be uh i i would say boring or deprived mm. and in pain yeah, uh, yeah. sevens uh, uh because of their you know wanting to find something exciting 
the opposite is actually the pain and right. and boredom and just feeling like they're they're not doing anything. Right. And but so their basic desire is to be satisfied and content mm. and have their needs being fulfilled. Yeah. And yeah. that's where they're constantly looking for something. Um, but um, you know, the, the motivations for a seven can be someone who uh, wants to maintain their freedom and happiness. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they don't want to miss out on worthwhile experiences. Mm. Uh, and they're always wanting to keep themselves occupied and avoid pain and, and essentially suffering. Yeah, so like yeah. we all have uh, at the like, core, we all I, want to avoid pain. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like we must understand that the Enneagram is not the perfect model, mm-hmm. but it helps us understand like our basic, um, you know, uh, in, uh, expectations right, right. and the way that we go, go about the day but you know there are moments that we wanting to find like you know adventure and so forth but right. seven has that to a fuller extent in mm-hmm. their lives mm-hmm. and uh there is a, in in the bible um I, I i can think of like several sevens but wh- who do you think is a good seven sebastian um i think one of the good sevens would be king solomon um i've been reading a little mm-hmm. bit about and they've been saying seven uh solomon is a seven just because you know you read especially ecclesiastes and how he says like he tried everything he did everything under the sun everything allotted allowed yeah. or, or possible he's tried it you know whether that be riches and love in work in in wisdom and trying to gain knowledge and then at the end of the day he's like i've done everything and everything is vain like nothing really true <laughs> and it's like wow that's still depressing wow. right yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah but yeah, yeah sevens are fun spontaneous adventures they tend to do everything too much in an attempt to avoid anything harm hard or painful and they're many times fixated on immediate gratification making them especially vulnerable to addiction um because they just want i just want the fix right now so solomon solomon became yeah, yeah. one of the wealthiest and most powerful kings in the history of Israel, he was also wise. He was, he, but his undoing was his love for women. This became his downfall. Where um, he had what five hundred plus wives, like something like that. Yeah. Amazing. Some, I don't know how they do like that. that. I have a great wife, but even that, like, you just how do you balance time? You know, that's just so many it, questions. It, it's amazing, not that, that you want five hundred <laughs> wives, but the fact that he, he was, was able, able to have to go about to do that. You know, to just do that. Um, that's like you yeah, know some, something crazy. about. About Solomon, though, I, I would say that his seven, his his uh, wanting for adventure, right, um, also showed it in his sexuality, right. Uh-huh. So, like, okay. you find that that um, if you're seven, you may not be wanting to be uh, like Solomon and have five hundred wives, but right. it may show up in a different in a different right, way. Right. So, so, we really need good. to figure out like how does it show up in our own like lives? Mm-hmm. How, how we need to have some introspection. I feel like a lot of people look at others and critique others but there's sometimes that we need to look at ourselves right right and say what's going on in here right um because if not we will be blind um to we'll be biased you know so yeah that's a good point because um, i think i've heard that um because of that sevens can get bored easily and this can lead to multiple problems right if you're in a relationship and you get bored of the relationship Right. Yeah. Or your job or, bored, or right, right. right yeah. Bored. And you just want to you want something else. And you're just I'm done with this. It just doesn't bring me excitement. And we've talked about this in other yeah. relations and other topics about what relationships entail more about. It's more about choices and feelings and, you know, yeah. how it brings you like, how does this make? Am I excited every morning? It's like, no, not really. Sometimes you wake up and you're like, oh, we got to go. I got to go, you know, got to go clean. Sebas's, you know, diapers like you have to do. Right. You're like, oh, sometimes yeah, I just don't yeah, feel like yeah. it. You know, or getting yeah, up and cooking yeah. or washing dishes and stuff. And so, you know, 
But the strengths of a seven is that you are energetic, you are lively, and you are the life of the party. Um, and um, you're an encourager and you love to bring others into the fold. And, and what's awesome is that when you give your heart, you give it completely and are wholeheartedly committed to the affairs of the Lord, right? Your weakness is yeah. that your love of all life has to offer can bend you towards addiction and indulgence. So it's yeah. just you, you know, you're finding that balance, right? And you, you know, all you know what's interesting. Yeah. Um, if you if you go back on all our episodes, a common theme is uh, substance abuse. Like right. every number has some kind of substance abuse, right. and it's typically um, used to cover up other pain. So mm. like alcohol to mask right. the pain of not right. feeling fulfilled. So you're trying to get like de-stress right. by drinking. Right. Uh, a copious amount of alcohol mm, you know yeah uh smoking to again relieve your stress you know you find this continually coming up that's um, interesting yeah very, yeah, yeah, yeah very interesting you know so it's not just for one person yeah what are some personal like recommendations that you can um give to someone who's a seven or if you know that someone who's a seven yeah. how can you <laughs> see that they can like you know yeah no i know i personally am well acquainted with the seven um yeah and it's just i'm trying yeah. to think of stories that are appropriate to share and wouldn't embarrass chantal um, yeah, but yeah, it's just it's just I think one thing I, before we get to the growth recommendation, it's just that sevens are just always on onto something, you know, and you need someone sometimes that needs to kind of balance you and say, hey, I was listening to a podcast history about actually a relationship between a nine and a seven. And, and the wife was she was a nine and the husband's a seven. He was saying that um, the, the husband who's a seven is like a balloon. Right. And he's always ready to just float, float and just go and to new things, new adventures, and that she's like the string and and that holds him <laughs> down sometimes. And so what's really cool is that they balance each other out because the nine sometimes will be like, uh, no, it's okay. We'll do whatever you want, you know. And the seven's like, no, let's go camping. Let's go get ice cream. Let's go do this. So being the balloon, the, the seven can pull the nine up, right, and say, hey, let's go hang out. Let's go do this. Let's go do adventure. And at the same time, the nine can kind of settle the seven down and say, hey, relax, you know, don't get ahead of yourself, like be in the moment, be present. Don't move on to new adventures just yet. Right. So pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, pretty yes. interesting. I saw that dynamic. They complement each other, right? Yeah, they yeah. complement each other. Yeah, nine like, seven. Um, yeah, yeah. It's good to to know who you're marrying. Oh, yeah. You yeah, should yeah. complement each other. Yeah. yeah you know, balance sure. each other out. That's it. But sure. yeah, going into growth recommendations. The first one is recognize your impulsiveness and get in the habit of observing your impulses rather than giving into them. Um, and I think that's kind of been the whole point of the Enneagram series that we've been trying to do is just that um, we're not trying to be like, oh, this number sucks because this number has look at, you know, your problem is yeah, that you think you, you, yeah, you, you're you a three and you think you're you're <laughs> self-conscious and you, you think you want to you want to show that you're the best. No, it's just to show like, hey, if we can see where we could potentially go bad and where we could potentially fail, then we can yeah. make the proper adjustments so that we don't mess up. Not just speaking spiritually, but just in our relationship with others. Right. If, if you're, you know, we were talking as a five, you know, you're very analytical and then you're thinking, no, this is going to fail. This relationship won't work. Or um, you're just overthinking things and you're trying to and you're not really present in the moment. Then that can backfire and your relationships can suffer because you're not really present or you're not really having that faith that this can actually blossom to something that you haven't really considered in your um, in your thinking. So it's just seeing where you can go wrong and making the proper adjustments to the say, hey, I'm, I'm aware that my personality is, as a seven, impulsive and that I can get bored in static things. I'm in a long-term relationship. I need to work hard to make sure that, one, 
I don't decide to and desire to leave the person I'm with, but that too, I can also yeah. make this exciting in my own way and say, what can yeah. we do to spice yeah. up our marriage or our, our dating, right? All right, let's go do crazy stuff and then balancing that out, right? So I think, yeah, yeah that's one yeah, of the yeah, points yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know something that, that a uh, is seven, for those who are around sevens, first of all, never use their personality against themselves. Yeah. You got to be very tactful on how you, how you talk to anybody. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, good. but, um, a, a seven, um, if you're seven, uh, you need to be able to, um, when you need to be able to listen to others. Now yeah. this is elementary, right? Everybody should listen to other people, but it's good for sevens to, um, be able to hear other people, but also, um, uh, hear other people, but also understand that their wants and the needs of others, because sometimes at the expense of others, sevens will yeah. not listen to others because, you know, I seven know better than my, the person next to me. Or right, right, so right. listening to people is key for anybody, yeah. but for sevens, especially if you have a moment of being a seven, because again, the Enneagram is a scale is not a fixed state um, there. You need to be able to, realize that you that even if you're like oh i'm gonna go backpack the the, the appalachian trail right. <laughs> you need to be also listening to the person who says edgar you need to realize that's uh you need to train four, i don't know right, three right. 300 miles of you know right, like right, your right, feet are gonna right. be torn up you know so it's good to listen to other people um even when you're so pumped about what you're thinking is the best right right no that's good that's good bro um yeah. 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 What else? What else? All right. So for sevens, you don't not you do you do not have to have everything this very moment, right? Chantal, That's come hard, on. Man. You don't need to That's buy hard. those stuff. I'm just kidding. She's great. <laughs> but it's it's tempting to have a new acquisition. Uh, but the reality is that that new acquisition that you're tempted by will most likely still be available tomorrow, right? You don't have to get it today. Yeah. Um, most good opportunities will come back again and you will be in a better position to discern discern which opportunities really are best for you. I see it. If I can show you around the house, you could see all the plants that I have. <laughs> and Chantal has a seven, which I love this. I, I love this. I don't want to call it an addiction, but this hobby that she has of plants, um, I love it because it's, it's, it kind of helps her stop for a moment and have something positive yeah. and healthy in our in our environment at home. Um, but we have a lot of plants, right? And sometimes I'll come yeah, home yeah. And it's just like, I had to stop by Walmart. I was like, okay, what'd you get? You know, milk, bread, and a couple of plants. And it's like, oh, interesting. Okay. You know, so. A eucalyptus a plant. A eucalyptus plant. But it's like, but no, this plant is great. It'll help, you know, and all this, this, and that. But she does a great job of, of I think it's a healthy hobby that she has. But you I, you can see how it's like always like, I need to get the next thing. I need to go get this. I need to buy this. Because I, I it's just, it's, it's you're living for that adrenaline rush. And what can happen is that once, you, and I see it too as a nine for some reason in my person. I guess I'm a nine seven, so I get this. I'm always yeah, like. Yeah wrestling because i'm like okay i want to get the new iphone maybe i want to get the iWatch too and, and i gotta get these shoes and and I, and I need to get some more stuff you know for podcasting and then for my keyboard and every time yeah, you get yeah, that yeah. you're like okay once i get this i'm going to be done for a couple months and not buy anything but then you get that for a yeah. week or two and what happens you're like something new comes out and you're like oh i need this and you're always you know and i see that for myself in terms of like i'm always like oh i need to oh oh yeah i got this thing now i'm waiting for like Oh, this came out. I want to get that too. And it's just you're kind of never satisfied with what you've already received because you're always looking for the next thing. So it's good to just sometimes stop and say, first of all, your bank account will appreciate it. But secondly, it's like, hey, I need to enjoy what I have like, and look at what I need, what I actually have and see if what I desire is actually what I need. 
and be content yeah. with what I have. So, yeah, you don't have to have everything this very moment. That really speaks to me uh, because I, I feel that way sometimes, too. What else? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think something that a seven can benefit from is understanding that um, always choose quality over quantity. Mm. Uh, you know, there sometimes in the race to always find something new. Right. You may uh, experience a a a, a bad uh, a lot of right. uh, experiences, but they may not be really good experiences. Right. Right. Um, and it's better to have a quality experience than a, than than a bad one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and, you know, and, and that's, <laughs> I definitely understand that because I, I think of, uh, of a story about last year, um, a, a couple of friends and I, uh, we, we went to, uh, the Smoky Mountains mm -hmm. and, um, we went to Gatlinburg for those who are uh, familiar with Gatlinburg down, right. down in Tennessee. And while the, we were down there, um, we went to this restaurant that, um, I thought, oh, it's gonna be a cool experience. Um, the restaurant specializes in treating you like a, a being jerks to you. So like oh, really? all of the waitress, oh, waiters and everybody, they're just really, they're mean. all going to mean to you. Like they'll give you a hat and then they're going to write something offensive on that hat. Oh, and I remember um, I thought to myself, you know, this, this was, this is going to be funny. When do you ever go to a restaurant <laughs> and they treat you bad? But man, the food was horrible. You oh, know, it was too? Horrible. Everything was yeah. bad. It was a horrible bad. experience. So the food is bad it, it and was, the customer service is horrible on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think the food was supposed to be bad on purpose. But, but it just came out. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. So like that, that that drive to get like a really cool experience right, on right. going to this place where they treat you really bad ended up being horrible. It's just bad. Yeah, it, yeah. it was a, it was a, an experience, but it wasn't good quality of an experience. Right, right, right. So it's always better to pick um, quality over quantity when it yeah. comes to No, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I see that too. And just in, in terms of I'm always thinking ahead to the next thing and I'm not even done with what's happening in the present moment. I'm thinking like, how can I make this better next time? And then I catch myself saying like, kind of like uh, Andy Bernard says this in the office. He says this this quote, which is very oh, memorable. Yeah, He's like, I, remember, I, remember. I wish there yep, was a yep. way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. And that yep. hits me really hard because yep. I'm like, Oof. I remember sometimes I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, I'm... I can't wait for this to happen. And I'm like, no, wait, it's happening right now. Like, it's not yeah. thinking you got to just take advantage of it. Every moment that you're experiencing, every experience that you have and just live in that moment um, because it's so oh, yeah. hard to just say uh, next, you know, what's next? You, 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 you know, I'm, I'm a three and right. I have uh, a, a desire to always achieve more. So right. it's interesting the the, the seven experience uh, of wanting to get more experiences is actually parallel with my wanting to get more achievements. Oh, so right, right. That's there, good. There, there are a lot of times where I'm, where I'm like, oh, okay, I got to get uh, this degree. Yeah. And then once I get this degree, I'm going to be happy. No, and yeah. I get it and yeah. I'm like, no, now right, I want right. a doctorate. That's good. I like you know? that connection. That's a good connection. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So, so You're never satisfied. I need to realize, yeah, you know, um, need to be excited for what I have mm -hmm. and appreciate what I have before wanting something else. Right. Right. So it's about, um, really it's about like maybe a little, a, a, a little bit of envy and a little bit of selfishness yeah, yeah. that drives my, you know, I need to really check myself yeah, yeah. before I wreck myself. Right. 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 Ooh. That's good. All right. Um, and the last point here is that's a great point. I really like that. Everyone has this. Yeah. And it just always goes back to what Solomon was saying. Everything is vain, you know, it's meaningless. And we can chase after it, achievements, experiences, love, you know, analytics, the morality yeah, yeah. of life, every number, yeah. you know, and it's, it's going to be vain. All right. Last point. Make sure that you will, that you, what you want. Okay. I'm going to start again. Make sure that what you want will be ready for, 
will oh my goodness make sure that what you want will really really be good for you in the long run okay so just uh measuring the thing that you want and comparing and saying okay is this actually going to bring satisfaction and, and joy yeah um it's kind of like the mary condo what's that is it the the condo effect that what is it called Marie Kondo, right? Is it? On, on, uh, yeah, of like yeah, fixing. Yeah, yeah, it. She's yeah, like, she's like, does this make me feel yeah. happy? No, does this bring me joy? And the question, you know, yeah, does yeah, this yeah, bring me yeah. whatever? So it's just looking at those things, and because um, we can just be overwhelmed with so many experiences that really we think are going to bring us joy and stuff, but they really don't, right? So understanding uh -huh. and saying, okay, yep. watch what you pray for, since your prayers may be answered. That's one of the sayings there. Oh. Just be careful what you pray for, because oh. you're probably going to get that. So. And your grabbing coffee says, look, negative emotions are part of being alive. So you can't run from it. You're going to have moments of sadness. Now, how you deal with that sadness will depend with the different numbers. But as a seven, remember that moments of gloom, of sadness, don't derail you from reaching your purpose or from moving forward, right? They're just part of the process. Um, now, I know it may be, it may, you may feel as a seven that you're getting stuck sometimes and you don't want to be in those feelings because you want excitement and, and happiness and joy. But it's important to also embrace those negative emotions because it's part of being a human. And lastly, Edgar, if you want to read. Yeah, Craig yeah. Rochelle's Pastor Craig point. Groeschel yeah. from, from the Life Church says, um, uh, for a seven, admitting your weakness is the first step to choose strength. Mm, so at good. times it uh, goes back to the idea that sevens, in their uh, wanting to master um, any weakness, yeah. they're always looking for more right, and more. Right. But you know, at the end of the day, uh, I think we realize the 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 fragileness of life and who we are. Right. So you know, we're all um, no matter if you're a one or mm -hmm. you're a seven or mm -hmm. eight or nine, you are all at the end um, a created being yeah. uh, that lives for a finite amounts of time right. and. You know, those who are believers will greatly realize this benefit to their own walk right, with the Lord. Right. But even if you're not a believer, even if you where you struggle with knowing, it, it, uh, acknowledging the presence of God or whatever the yeah, case is, you yeah. will realize that there's a there's a great um, benefit from understanding that we're all finite mm -hmm. and we're all. Uh, it humbles us yeah, to realize yeah. that we're not like little gods walking around, right, but we're right. just people yeah right? that's it living that's for it. a little bit of time that's, that's it. it that's awesome well guys we hope you enjoyed the enneagram type seven uh we hope you can stick with us we just have two more and then we'll go into two more, two exciting more. topics as well going into uh our regular programming schedule so we love you guys we hope everything goes well with y'all keep trending up we'll see you later peace thanks for joining us today Make sure to subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate us and share our content. Learn more about us by checking out our website. The link is in our show notes. From us to you, muchas gracias. And always keep trending.